1: Overdrive, I would always survive. Fan boy, baby. Feel so alive watching Babylon. But I'm going to be a fan boy, baby. Making best friends with a robot, bender. Fan boy, baby. I <laughs> know. I
0: know. This is so, I, nighttime in this office is so creepy. And <laughs> <laughs> I, we right, built we build it that way. I, <laughs> Well, last year when I was judging, like, I was coming in at 5 o'clock oh, right. to judge VR, and everybody was leaving, and nobody bothered to turn on the lights so I'm in the helmet. And I'd <laughs> and, and <I> come, <laughs> come out, and it was just like, darkness, are we, is it okay? Yeah, you know, it's bad. <laughs> this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com, and we are podcasting. This is our annual Sitting Down with Rabel Cinequest uh, episode, of course- uh, we've got our special guest tonight.
1: That's you speak it. Oh, sorry, Michael Re- Rebel. Oh, is it Rebel now? Well, it, it, it it's German, so I just, I assume it is. You change the pronunciation every year. I, I I'm I, next year it'll be Rabel. <laughs> will <laughs> do the, the I actually have no idea how it's pronounced. I don't, do the Spanish how on the R. I don't know how that umlaut showed up over your head like that. <laughs> that was really bizarre. It's a it's a German name, so I just assume it's Rebel. But at the same time, it's like it's easier for people to say Raybel.
2: So should we also call you Michelle?
1: How about is that Ray-ble German? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I just was asking. I, I don't know either. Mike Michael.
0: Michael Robert Ooh I like it These are words That go to Guess Across from me Podcast producing And going like Why did I even Bother to show up Tonight The
2: only one With, with a real German last name Rick Brettsnider No his is, might
0: be mine He just is doesn't German.
1: know Oh no, maybe He just
0: doesn't know Maybe Have I you
1: think considered you just,
0: 23 yeah. and me
1: No Yeah okay Mine is German I can't tell you Anything beyond That it's a German name Okay The H makes it German <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> with a little hint of H. All right, <laughs> so uh, we're
0: here to talk about <laughs> CineQuest. <laughs> it's my last
1: name, apparently. Apparently
0: so. Surnames, and I, I, if anybody is to, I feel like this is a Sheldon uh, thing from <laughs> Big Bang Theory. Is new. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Flags podcast? Yes, it's the Flags of the World. Fun with Flags. Uh, anyway, oh, we're having fun with CineQuest, which is, oh, coming up hard upon us here. It, it's uh, March 6th.
2: Which, sixth, Cine, which number there, of course? CineQuest is this? How many have there been? Put Twenty-nine you
1: on years, Ooh. March fifth, March fifth. Okay, I'll be there. <laughs> Rick won't apparently. Uh, no,
0: no, it's my fault. No, I, that's. I actually, I was looking at the calendar earlier today and went, okay, I think I, I thought it was March fifth. I remember that there's a special guest. I believe on March 6th, and you'll probably say I misread
1: it. No, no, March 5th and 6th are special guests. So, Perfect. oh, fantastic! Yeah. So we'll talk about it. So let's. Well, why don't we just start with that because we have. Although the, the fanboys will like the March 6th one.
0: <laughs> well, let's start there then. Uh, <laughs> March 6th, you have your Maverick Spirit Award. Is, he, is he getting a Maverick? He is. He, he is. is. He is. Uh, And that goes to a filmmaker, an actor, a talent. let's just a creator. Who kind of embodies the, as you say, the maverick spirit? Who's just all, always got work that kind of stretches the boundaries. And uh, and this year, I agree. I was very excited to hear this one. So you
1: you, you, you can say the name. It's okay if you can, can say I it. yes, can I? you may. Why don't you though? I mean, it's, I want to give Be- because you I want to see your pronunciation of it. Bill Nye. Okay, thank you. You got it right. I, I, yeah. <laughs> because some people just can't figure it out. So I, yeah. All right. They,
2: they go the science guy.
1: Yeah. No, they say Bill Nye, and it's like, yeah. well, no, 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 no that's Bill Nye. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And a lot of people say Bill Nye, and I'm like, no, that's not right.
0: <laughs> uh, or as you know, although
1: the science guy is a good guy, so, as yeah.
0: many people know him as of course Davy Jones the Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> franchise. Uh, he was also in Love Actually, and there's a, a mockument. I've never seen. Love Actually. Oh, you should see it. it. That's really and, good. and there's a mockument, a rock rock band mockumentary. Yeah, um, from um, way back when. I forget what it's called. I know. I, I think it's still crazy. Is it? Yeah, is he's still, still crazy. Still crazy. He's yeah, still yeah. crazy. Uh, but he's he's all over the place. He's been terrific. I, and I was thinking about this, like what other Harry Potter, Harry Potter, and he's also in Underworld. He's in the first oh, underworld. Wow! No, I've only seen the he's first a vampire one. lord. Yeah, he's the, he's <laughs> the vampire lord. I've only seen the first one. Well, that's that's the my, with my favorite line of, I love my daughter, as he's about to have her sacrificed <laughs> he to the, the werewolves. Yes,
1: oh, yes. Okay. I've made up. It's been way too long. I, I went it to has. I, I went to school with the director, so Len Wiseman. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Anyway, let's get to Bill Nighy and talk about the Maverick Spirit Award. Well, yeah, Bill Nighy. Um, he is. Uh, we're showing the U.S. premiere of his new film, which is a absurdist comedy mystery. I love it. Called "Some Sometimes Always Never." He plays a tailor, and you're you know, the, it's all about the buttons. Like you sometimes button, you always button, and you never button. Uh, uh, yeah. And that's for where, for those
0: listening to the audio podcast. <laughs> Michael was explaining which buttons on a, on suit, a, jacket. a suit jacket. A suit jacket, suit jacket. Yeah. yes. Uh,
1: but uh, essentially, he is a uh, man obsessed with uh, words and the l- language and Scrabble, and mm-hmm. uh, it. Uh, he is searching for his missing son with his. Uh, he's with his touring with his son to search for his missing son, who left argumentatively after a Scrabble game. <laughs> And it, it's just a really absurd, strange comedy, which I absolutely loved. I saw it in London when I was there, and it's just we're doing the U.S. premiere of it, and uh, he's going to be here and uh, going to be talking afterwards. And I just think it's a great movie. So,
0: great movie, and, and I and I do love the interviews afterwards, the when you present the awards. So that's that's great. That's yeah. great. But that's the sixth. What's on the fifth? The fifth is opening opening
1: night, night, which is a Indian film called Manto, which is by Nanita Das, and she'll be here too for that and get a Maverick Spirit Award. And she is um, an iconic Indian actress. uh, Who's this is her second directorial effort. Uh, We showed the first one a few years ago called Free Rock, but she's like uh, one of the stars of uh, Water Fire. Um, and just tons and tons of Indian cinema, and she will be here and uh, with the film.
2: Will those both be at the uh, California both Theater? both at the California, yeah. The beautiful but, California both, both, both
1: Theater? Fifth, fifth and sixth are both at the California Theater, yes. With organ
2: accompaniment at the beginning? Uh,
1: I don't know about the Fingers organ. Pressed? I don't know for a fact okay. uh, because I don't do that part of it. But uh, but I do know that uh, we typically do for opening night. Yeah. I'm not going to say for his event at all uh the sixth that we'll have organ okay. accompaniment because – uh, I think it's just depends on the. Yeah, that'd be ironic because
0: his his tentacles can play. The organ, <laughs> it's, it's there. you, yes.
1: you want you, you want to go back to Pirates of the Caribbean. I, don't well,
0: you? I, I just remember it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, what what was his character's name in Pirates? Uh, Davy Jones. Okay. Well, I don't know. I,
0: he speaks when you ride the ride. He's there. He's immortal on the Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. Okay. Well. You haven't been to Disneyland in a long time. I haven't time been to Disneyland in a long time. And I know. And is, is, is the, Has the restraining
1: order lifted? It hasn't yet, no. Oh, okay. uh, but is the one in L.A. actually have that now? His voice
0: still plays. They no longer have that mist where they show his face. Uh. They, project, they took that Well, up, I didn't know up. they
1: had that originally. I, yeah. I, I've only been there since He's at the, the very, old version of it. Oh. I've never so seen. the 60s. Yes. Yeah, okay. I've never seen the new versions. Oh, okay. I haven't been there since Star Tours became something else. Star Tours. No, no, but they changed the it. The new, yeah, Star Tours. They changed, changed I only it. know all the old ones, and that's it. Well, we'll have to it. has been like it. seven years since I've been to Disneyland. I want to do a podcast in which we take Mike Rabel. Derek, he wants you to take, take to I know. Disney that's what right? he's, he's going to This is I, very I'm subtle. I'm really seeing the eyes. Let's, let's just go. Let's just go. <laughs> let's just go. <laughs> that's a, It's not like we have anything to do. Shortest podcast ever. <clears throat> all right. Anyway. <laughs> although 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 Disney World had one of my favorite attractions, and it was a comedy- Uh, uh, presentation uh, using Monsters, Inc. It is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh, I think I remember that. And Disneyland never had it. No. No. But and do we you, want to talk about Cinequest? I mean, okay, fine. I, just, okay, fine. <laughs> I wanted to mention that because it was like one of the best things ever. Anyway, yes. go ahead. Anyway, go ahead. So uh, we're talking about the Maverick Spirit
0: Awards. Uh, and, we, and you've got your silent film. Speaking of, uh, of the organist, we will have that. You're bringing comedy back, yeah. uh, it, which is great. Buster Keaton double Justin feature. Justin Timberlake
1: brings comedy back, at, I hear. I don't think so. Okay, but, fine. I mean, he's oh, funny. sexy back. Never he mind. He can be funny. Yeah.
0: Uh, so you got Steamboat Bill Jr., and I'm trying to remember what the other one one is. I am, too. Oh, <laughs> doggone it. But it's a Friday. Let me see. If only there was six, a eight, guide my, in my hand
1: that what? I could look it up. Well, okay. Uh, it's a short film, and, that's, and the, that's why I don't remember it. Steamboat Bill Jr. is the feature. Is the feature, yes. And the silent film for the short film is on page 34 in the guide, if you're looking like... Following along at home? Yes. This is good. This is good. And we're almost there. And that would be called "Plays with the High Sign." No, no, "High Sign" is the name of it. The High yeah. Sign. <laughs> the High Sign. The yes. High Sign. Yeah. And they're both Buster Keaton. So. Oh, that's great. That's gonna that be hilarious, and that's great.
0: But then let us, of course, there's all kinds of different films and different awards. This is going to. There's an award going to an educator as well. Are you, are you yeah, there
1: that? is. A, there's a teacher out of Oakland who we're doing showing a documentary on. But also on Saturday night, the ninth, March ninth is uh uh we're giving uh an award a visionary award to a librarian who was voted for 2017 librarian of the year nationally uh and we're showing emilio estevez's film he's going to be here uh with his new film that he directed wrote and stars in called the public and um it's about librarians and and librarians helping the homeless and how they come into conflict with uh Politicians over their want their 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 desire to help the community around them, um, and so he's going to be here uh, and then present her with the award. She's a San Jose librarian, mm-hmm. uh, Jill Bourne. and she's and and so that's going to be like a really big event. Has I mean the film stars him, uh, Alec Baldwin, and Will West or uh, uh, Christian Slater, uh, Jeffrey Wright. Uh, wow! Yeah, so it's, it's it's a really big cast, and he's an, an interesting filmmaker. So th- I'm excited for that. I mean, I, I mean, I I, I'll, I don't know if I'll get a chance to, but I also want to ask him about Repo Man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'll get a chance to. We'll talk. Uh, we, I don't
0: like like I, we can I, make that. A happen. lot
1: of people want to ask him about Breakfast Club. I want to ask him about Repo Man. No, no, I wouldn't ask. I, there's nothing
0: interesting to be said about Breakfast Club anymore. It's yeah. Repo Man. It's all it's about Repo Man. Man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you've got that. Let us uh, – this is also the year that CineQuest has become the – how did that phrase? It's uh and Creativity
1: Festival? Yeah, it's Film and Creativity Festival. So we've rebranded um, because we're incorporating uh, just all kinds of new things, dance, fashion, uh, writing. We've, we've done part of these in the past, like the poetry events, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, we'll be incorporating a lot of that into it. Uh, there's even possibly going to be a drag show with one of the films, one of the world premieres, uh, is a, a transgender movie, and they've been interested in doing a drag show around that. So we'll see if that works out. Well, that's interesting. Doing yeah. something very different. Uh, you know, Shakespeare too, right? Be- yeah, well, that's what I hear. I yeah. hear Shakespeare is happening during the festival. Yeah, I haven't had, had the, the sign off on it, but I, but I, <laughs> but I hear it's happening.
0: Well, yeah, I'd say whether or not it's connected to Cinéquest, it's happening on. March twelfth yeah I'm thrown in there i uh, do I do know the date of it at least Derek McCaw as Falstaff <laughs> go anyway uh so uh that that that's uh yes there's some AR happening as well VR VR and AR returns as it has been in the last couple of years uh, we so, actually
1: even have a, a feature film on AR uh, which is uh augie with Richard kind wait wait so oh, yeah. the
0: film is well it, it AR it, or it's about people
1: dealing with it's AR? it's about him. Retiring and given AR, it's a futuristic uh, sci-fi. Okay, so we'll uh, talk to he's, you, yeah. he's 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 given these glasses as he retires of AR, and he ends up falling in love with the AR woman in it. So, and the, which is not really good for his family. <laughs> so it's just sort and Richard of, Kind will be here, so, so which it's, is great, excellent. Would love to. Uh, yeah, we'd, we'd love and, to and, and he, he's kind. actually I think one of one of the funniest. You know, character actors that I that I've seen out there. He, just he is terrific. Always, I mean, all the Pixar movies that he's been involved with, right? Of course, right. Which, and as a Disney person, you know all that. And he's on Big Mouth currently. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's funny as heck in that. I mean, I remember him from Mad About You, the Paul yes. Reiser show. Yes. Um, and so he, is, but he's supposed to be here. Uh, it's the world premiere of it. So what a great transition. Then we talk about
0: that. There's a sci-fi film that's with him, and and we said this year we wanted to kind of focus. our our listeners towards that because we assume that most people are interested in the sci-fi and the
1: horror and well which is good because we have 15 sci-fi presentations good lord man all right give it to me (laughs) Well, I'm not going to go through the whole list. But I just well, tell down. me the highlights
0: because you know Rick was taunting me that I, I really haven't had a chance to review. Uh, you know, like the the program.
1: Rick taunted you. Yeah, well, weird. earlier That's
0: I familiar. just
2: said I had already put my schedule together,
0: but
1: it's the way you said it. It was just like, uh, yeah. Anyway, well, well, well. I mentioned Augie, yes, which is uh, the world premiere. We're also doing the world premiere of Ascension, which is uh, one of those uh, dark, mysterious uh, w- what from space is influencing these people to have a slightly different uh perspective on the world and so it becomes this really odd thriller slash sci-fi slash something else that i don't want to like, give away too sure. much no i appreciate uh, that but it is executive produced by the guy who wrote godzilla um uh oh god i'm, I'm drawing like his name right now doherty uh, no. No, the new godzilla yeah uh uh don't if, you I worry. Only, if I only had a guide don't you worry
0: if only there was some sort of app well you just keep keep yeah.
1: vamping I'll look that up um, anyway he he wrote um, co- wrote or co-wrote the new Godzilla's and he's also produced them too and he wrote the comic book for got the new Godzilla's too with legendary entertainment Ross right. Washman no uh, that's the director
2: were we looking for a screenwriter the, the
1: produ- executive producer
2: Alan Reveaux
0: oh Michael Doherty, Zach Shields, keep on going, well, and Max Borenstein. Max Borenstein, there we go. Well, I knew we'd get that. That's that's awkward. Uh, <laughs> he he wrote the comic books too. Yeah,
1: yeah. I remember seeing them, I, but I, I I haven't picked those up. But now maybe I should. Yeah, and mm. and 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 so he is. We don't know if Max is going to be here just yet. I know that we are working on that. He wrote Kong Skull Island. Yes, he Brilliant. did. Yes, he did. Okay.
0: Okay. I mean
1: I'm in And, and I am actually Facebook friends with his uh wife. Oh <laughs> uh, you. All right. So. She's she's a stand up comedian. All
0: right. Well yeah.
2: so it's got one showing in the California down here and the other ones are up in Redwood City. Okay.
1: Well
0: and that's the other thing. We we it is going between San Jose and Redwood City, but let's talk further about the uh the geek
1: films. The geek films. Well, actually, we added this year also. Just for us? Good. We we added also, yeah, just for you. Now, we added a, a, a new component to SimQuest. We're doing uh, television pilots, too. Uh, so, yeah, this is an interesting change. So, we have six long form pilots as well as two series of short form pilots. Uh, so, they're, they're kind of like short series, but they're like, you know, anywhere from fifth. So, they're, they're, they're TV pilots and webisodes. Um, there's two short series of that, and there's. Uh, I think, eight projects in those. Uh, but the long form, there's actually one from Russia called The Blackout, which is a sci-fi pilot of a, a new series that they're trying to to get uh, completed about a... Uh, the world is cut off um, from communicating with each other in different cities, and there's only one city who sort of has a, a le- electricity left in Russia. And um, there's a new enemy... Which is possibly an alien race we don't know okay, um, I mean, we do know, but I don't want to say too much because uh, because <laughs> they are so coy because they do reveal a lot as you go sure, through it. We sure. do know who the enemy is um and I will say it's a cliffhanger for sure, uh but it's really pretty intense kind of show uh from a sci fi perspective.
0: Now, are you going to show these pilots? Uh, is it three below, or are
1: you, it's between how, it's between uh, uh, San Jose and Redwood City? I don't remember exactly which cinemas. But uh, they
0: they will be on cinema screens, and yeah, not yeah. Like some oh kind yeah, of,
1: they're going to be on the big screen in the cinemas in both San Jose and Redwood City. So. Okay, okay. Um, and that that one is I'm we're doing the world premiere of that one. It's a Russian TV series that they're trying to finish, and we're doing the world premiere of it. So that's cool, which I think is great because. Uh,
0: um, I think that line is blurring I mean the reality With the quality of We're turning to television For so much Fine writing and narrative Yeah and,
1: I mean They keep on calling it The golden age of cinema I actually think it's You know The the age right now I mean What what does that mean Golden age I, I don't really know Is that Does that mean high quality Does it mean What does it it's mean
2: usually something that's past us <laughs> It's like, Yeah
1: Yeah I mean so for me It's like I think a lot of people Are turning to television Because the, Because they're They're the creativity that you're allowed yeah. there is a lot different than uh, theatrical. Yeah. Um, we're seeing more adventurous TV than we've ever seen in, the, in ever in mm-hmm. history. Yeah. Um, more so than films, in theatrical films. Uh, I mean, because there are still films on TV, too. But I, I do think that the new outlets like Netflix and Amazon have created, paved new
0: ways. It's changed. So... Cinequest has to adjust to that too, to reflect that. Right. And,
1: and I think that the creativity that we're showing from these projects, I mean, one of the films, I, it's not geek oriented, but uh, Taboo out of Belgium is one of my favorite things in the festival. It's a reality series where the host of it invites people who have faced challenges in their lives. Uh, every episode's different. So in the ones we're showing, it's uh, people with disabilities, is the first one, uh, who face challenges. And then the second one we're showing, I think, is people who have uh, debilitative illnesses. But there's also others that they've shown where people who are culturally, like, they're, they've been persecuted by cul- color of their skin. Okay. Stuff so like that. So, But he, what he does is he invites them into his home or a, a, a home for a week. They spend time together. It's filled with comedy as well as like hard facts and then he does a whole stand-up routine around it too so he it's called taboo because these are subjects we're not supposed to talk about that's interesting we're not supposed to joke about these subjects you said it's like belgium yeah Hmm. we're not supposed to joke about these things but let's do it in a way where it's constructive to the people involved as well as you know We can we can talk about these things in a open way and be and have fun with it too, and it's it's it blends that drama and comedy and it's really interesting and and intrigued. I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's 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 taboo subjects but done in a very entertaining way. Which I which I when I saw I saw I saw three of the episodes. We're programming two of them, um, and I thought it was a brilliant show. Um, again, not for your audience necessarily, but it is something well, no, that no, no. I, I mean, we we I, do want to expand yeah. out,
0: you know, people are, I, yeah. I don't, I don't mean to minimize our
1: audience's taste either. Yeah. You've minimized me. You've held me back. <laughs> well, kidding. yeah, but that's a different issue. Okay. Uh, but that, that's something that I, that I'm really happy that we're showing, but, but the TV side of things, like I mentioned the blackout, which is the Russian one, but we're showing other aspects. There's one, one of the shorts that we're showing Brent Spiner and LeVar Burton are in it. Brentwood. That's part of the TV I've, I've seen that. And I, oh, it was a TV pilot. It's a oh, TV I didn't pilot, that. yeah. That, was, that, they're, trying, that was funny. they're trying to get made into a series. That was funny. And, okay. um, and so you could talk a little bit about that one since you've seen it. Yes, it's a musical. It's a, it is a musical. It is a musical, and it's
0: uh, Brent Spiner trying to leave behind uh, Star Trek. Yeah, and, but then discovering that he's jealous because uh, LeVar <laughs> Burton is getting all <laughs> kinds of attention because of Star Trek, and, and
1: uh, it's a, it's a really
0: funny short. It can only be done by two co-stars who absolutely love each other, but they give each other crap.
1: Oh yeah, and and the payoff in that is great, and they're they they're still trying to develop that, and hopefully they can. No, because yeah. I, I think it I think it would be a really funny show. For, I just thought it was a funny
0: short. I didn't yeah. realize that they were. Yeah, considering... they're trying
1: they're trying to make that into a series. Uh, <laughs> which i think would be hilarious yeah, yeah yeah but uh i i just think that the way they the way they did it the style of it is really good and i know that the filmmakers will be here for that one for sure i don't know about brent or lavar but okay. you know i mean one of them's got to read a lot and, yeah you know, I, <laughs> Yes.
0: wow i think that's a
1: joke in the pilot then um it is yeah wow. that's why that's why i brought it up because <laughs> they make fun of that part of it in the pilot <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> But actually, one one of my personal favorites in the sci-fi lineup is a Cuban film called Extraordinary Journey of Celeste Garcia. It's a, I saw it in Toronto when I was there, and it's a film about a, a woman in her 50s or 60s. I can't remember her exact age, but she um, is invited to... Leave the planet on an alien ship along with a lot of other people a lot lot of people she's not singled out she's not singled out but she's invited along with people and it's about her journey to Mm -hmm. get there or does she get there you know kind of thing okay and it's that it's that kind of thing where it is a sci-fi mixed with this really interesting heartfelt comedy about her and aging Mm -hmm. and so on and I really really Think that it's just a, a really special movie. I think I, I really appreciate.
0: Uh, we, we've said this in years past too about Cinequest bringing this international flavor to the genres that. I, well, I'm back to that. You know, Netflix is bringing a lot of this yeah. to as well. But this is a chance where, where we we see it first. Uh, last year there was that short uh, about the guy who. Died and went to Hell, which was basically – it was from Spain. Bureaucracies. Oh, yeah, and all yeah. these bureaucracies. And everybody was clearly yeah. – it was like they went, hmm, 60s Star Trek aliens as far as their makeup. And I just loved that, seeing that blend. And, and it was a very funny short. I really,
1: it, Yeah, and, and actually that's – coming to the shorts, I haven't seen all the shorts here because, you know, obviously – yeah, another t- another Chris, team does that. Chris Garcia, who's one who of apparently the a regular on your show. No, he's not. He <laughs> okay. hasn't been for damn, years. Damn it, I, you know. he's
2: an irregular. Yeah, well,
1: well, that that's true too. Yes, but um, but he and uh, his team program those shorts, and they actually have developed uh, the Mindbender series. that we actually have an entire series dedicated to sci-fi, horror, and fantasy. Mm-hmm. Mind benders are really are always
0: interesting. And even if you don't see uh, – even if one isn't necessarily like, oh, the most gripping, they're always thought-provoking. Yeah. And and, uh, and some of them crossover because last year in comedy shorts, I think the multiverse dating yeah. for beginners yeah. was a comedy short. Yeah. Uh, but it's it, also sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. And we summoned a demon. Uh, that was a yeah. comedy short, but that was horror. But,
1: but that's the same thing this year. Like, there's crossovers in, in the comedies, the sci-fi horror – the animation, animated shorts, yeah. and mind There's all crossovers. The other series are probably more geared towards drama and documentaries. But mm-hmm. but those four series are definitely uh, ones that have everyone a lot of crossover. And yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, another one uh, that I particularly like, and a few years ago, uh, if you remember the the film Prodigy. Oh, I do. I know you do. <laughs> I, I hear
0: from those guys occasionally, just little, um,
1: hey, this is where we are now. This is not necessarily that story, but it is in that Twilight Zone-ish kind of realm.
0: And not to be confused, by the way, there was a horror film just released last weekend. Yeah, which the is- The Prodigy. Yeah, yeah. No, but no, no just no. Ours, Prodigy, ours no better. article. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I haven't seen I The haven't Prodigy, seen the but, I thought, I... but I thought Prodigy, the, the one that was here, was yeah. just a great- Yeah. And, and,
1: and this one's very Twilight zone again, called The Fair, F-A-R-E. Um, and it's about a taxi driver who picks up a fare and um, ends up reliving that same ride over and over again with um, that person and wondering why this is happening and they have to figure it out and solve the mystery together. Kind of like a, a groundhog taxi? Kind of, yeah. 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 But there's more to it than that. No, it, that's it's, cool. it's also a romance at the same time. So delightful. Uh, Freaks, Emil Hirsch and Bruce Dern in Freaks, um, and that is, is is Bruce Dern coming? Don't know. He's very intimidating. Probably we were intimidated by him at a,
0: yeah. It was a big wild WoW comic fest
2: years right. ago. Can we yeah. take your picture? No, no. <laughs> <He> <laughs> but we not, can talk. He, not, he
1: might not be here then. Yeah, okay. we yeah we can talk. <laughs> um. But uh, this is a new film. I The closest thing I could say it's to in the comic realm is uh, X-Men. Uh, is okay. that there's these people with these odd abilities that they were born with. I have heard of this film. I saw a trailer for this. Yeah. I'm
0: very, okay, yes.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to say that it's an X-Men kind of movie because it's not like that. But that's the closest thing I think of in this realm is that they... It's more like The Gifted then. In a way... I don't know. I haven't seen the gift. So that's know. an X Men film with a, it's the oh, okay. TV series on Fox that can't oh, okay. say X Men. The, X-Men. the yeah.
2: peculiar House of Peculiar uh, Miss
1: Peregrine's per- House for Peculiar Children. Yeah. For peculiar Children. Right. Possibly more like that. Yeah. Yes, okay. I have seen that. Okay. And possibly more like that in the in maybe not in the as, as Tim Burtony. Okay. Mm. <laughs> uh and more of a thriller than it is. Yeah, it looked very it's more thriller. Small
0: and intimate. Uh, it is, yeah, it because
1: because it, it's really just really about five characters. Yeah. Um, like Logan, if they stayed in the house. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I would put it in that realm because it it, it deals with, like, people with these like, uh, powers. Yeah. Abilities. Yeah. Abilities, sure. yeah. Um, we're doing a North American premiere of a Chinese film called Last Sunrise. Oh, yeah. Uh, about how it starts out and the sun disappears. That, that our sun disappears and how is that going to, you basically are watching a slow deterioration of the world as they have no more sun. So we got a
0: lot of really good, you know, feel good films <laughs> happening
1: yeah. this year. Yeah.
0: Go see Steam steamboat
2: bill jr. People. Cause I know <laughs> that's funny. There's a bugs, bunny, bugs, bunny run right before it. Yeah,
1: up. no. Uh, okay. Let's talk about one that's funny in the sci-fi realm. Same boat which is about a time-traveling assassin who... who it, the, the entire thing is shot on a cruise ship. Um, and uh, it's a romantic comedy, actually. I think this
2: was the first film I added to my
1: calendar. It's, 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 actually, it's actually a romantic comedy, but it's about a time-traveling assassin who's supposed to kill people who have affected history, but he ends up falling in love with one of them and doesn't want to kill her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so he's the uh, uh, cable of... uh the city on the edge the of forever. Cable, he's the cable of romantic comedies. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know the other... Bishop. 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 Yeah, he's the bishop of romantic comedies. See, what I'm
0: enjoying right now is this is the man that when we first started doing this <laughs> podcast... Uh-huh. Doesn't know him, anything which about I don't stuff. know anything. And then he goes, Bishop. Everybody knows Bishop.
1: Come on. <laughs> Your listeners know Bishop. <laughs> I know, but...
2: See, I was yes. going to say it sounds like Looper if that was a romantic comedy.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this is this is well, this is definitely more of a low budget romantic comedy than Looper. <laughs> well, they had to
2: have enough money to get on a boat.
1: Yeah, they they did, and, and I actually actually think they probably filmed things illegally. <laughs> I love those. <laughs> anyway. um, Reaching distant, we're doing the world premiere Australian film about a. Man who wakes up on a bus and uh, oh, it's a kind of Groundhog Day again, where he has to relive. I was going to say, and the sun disappears, no. um, <laughs> and and he has to relive over and over again. Like, what's what, why is why does he have to? Keep? You get drawn to
0: certain themes, and I don't I know did. if you notice this, but every year I go, okay, this is the year that Michael really
1: got into this kind of idea. But it, but it's in it
0: because I think filmmakers go through zeit yeah, there's yeah. a zeitgeist. There
1: are themes that prop crop up well what's interesting about this one uh, reaching distance is that uh, the it's he he, you don't know why he keeps on having to relive these moments but he has a photographic memory the guy and that's how he keeps on retaining the information that he's supposed to forget every time he has to relive it Mm. okay and I don't know I don't want to say more than that because that gives away later on the film why this is happening sure Um, but it is interesting though, that the reason he is able to break the cycle is because of his photographic memory. And that's the, the, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's able to remember, wait, I, this happened and, and I know you, 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 this is from three years ago. That that, that kind of stuff.
2: You're right though about the zeitgeist because like this week's episode of the flash, is a Groundhog's Day Well, and story. then
0: Netflix just launched Russian Doll. Yeah. And this weekend opens Happy Death Day to You. And, yes. Uh, you know, which I'm very and much then, looking forward to. And then to.
1: tomorrow's, or no, two days, Umbrella Academy.
0: <laughs> There's time travel involved in that, but I don't think it's going to play no, over and It's not going to play over. I might over. watch it over and over. Yeah. Which
1: I've never read it, so I don't know. Hmm. You're in for
0: a treat. Anyway.
1: Well, I don't know. I, 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 may just, I may just watch it. I don't know if I'll actually read well, it. Well,
0: maybe you should watch it. That's what I'm saying. Okay, All right. Well, I think let's you're in let's for a hope t- I'm in for a treat. I think you're in for a treat. Anyway, All right. Go ahead. Thanks for letting us uh, work <laughs> in a bit of our regular podcast.
1: <laughs>
2: in, in you're tearing me apart. No, no, no. Shh. It's okay.
1: Oh, more sci-fi. The world premiere of The Way You Look Tonight, which is about – it's another romantic comedy masked as a sci-fi. With a Groundhog Day theme. Uh, no. no, but, but – Well, it kind of is. So
2: oh it's the God. one with the green coats?
1: Yes. Okay. Okay, so th- it's not giving too much away um, to say that... There
0: are green coats.
1: That he meets a woman online, falls in love with her immediately on the first date, and then she disappears the next morning, and they, he doesn't know what happened. Her, her profile disappears, and then suddenly there's a new woman who he's going to go out on a date with, and she's very similar to the other woman. And then that doesn't work out and there's another woman who's similar to the other woman and there's a changeling quality involved in this.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay.
1: And it becomes this sci-fi-ish kind of mm-hmm. you know, element because there's somebody who is a changeling. <laughs> Thank you. And so that's not given too much away because you know that in the first 20 minutes. All right. Well, great. And then it becomes this how do I come to grips with this new world of person I'm in love with but how do I do this <laughs> you know, kind of thing, right. right? Especially when she becomes a man.
0: <laughs> well, I think there was a YA movie last summer. My Sunday that where where it was a person who woke up every morning in a new body. Yeah, and had to, but it's set in high school, so that made it. This, this, this
1: is about somebody who has to deal with somebody yeah. who wakes up every day in a new body, <laughs> yeah. and, and how you continue to love that person. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's the yeah, other that's that's something else. Okay, and another another. Time travel slash reliving certain things. Where are the
0: monsters, Michael? Where's the that's, musicals? That's
1: in the horror section. Okay. So we're going to get to the sci-fi ones first. This one's called The Wrong Todd, which is uh, Todd, who go on who basically meets his evil twin from a parallel universe who tries to steal his girlfriend. Okay, and that's what the film is about. All right, I'm there. <laughs> the I'm battle, there. Bet- the battle between two people. Does from- he have a goatee? I don't remember the goatee. No, the Sorry. evil version. Should- That—that's that, Spock. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> Clearly, you do. No, I don't.
1: <laughs> remember, I don't know these things. So those are the those those are the highlights of the sci-fi stuff. There's more to the sci-fi than yeah, that. we don't need to tip our entire hand down. Yeah. So you want to talk about monsters,
0: fine we'll I talk do, about because monsters. there have been
1: some fantastic horror films here In years past And we will talk about monsters I am going to talk about Impossible Monsters Is the name of the movie Somehow that's shown up as a Facebook ad In my Facebook feed uh, So I'm looking forward to that Well it does have Santino F- Fontana From uh, My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend who, uh, no, From Frozen Okay, from Frozen But my crazy ex-girlfriend, I was trying to tie it into somebody who's worked with Fanboy Planet in the past, Rachel. Rachel Bloom did indeed write for Fanboy Planet. I was trying to tie it into her. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I like it. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, it's... um, Is he going to be here? We're not sure yet because he's on a play at the same time in New York. Oh, So we're we're trying... Well, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. All right. But Um, but the filmmakers are working on it. Okay, great. Um, But I do know that um, the film will be here, which is good. Okay, great. (laughs) And it's about um, a professor who is going through a uh, uh, sleep study with a group. Um, So I don't want to say it's like Flatliners, but it's kind of like Flatliners. I've never seen it, so this seems all brand new to me. Okay, good. never Um, seen either version. I've only seen the original with Kiefer. Okay. Um, who doesn't tie into any of your stuff? Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, he does. But anyway, go ahead. Okay, fine. He does. He's a Lost Boy. Oh, that's right. I yeah, I forgot put the Lost I mean, Boy. Go ahead. Anyway, so it's about um, the dreams are becoming reality. Oh, kind, kind of thing. Okay. And it's a it's very horror centric, um, in the sense of nightmarish. Yeah, kind of thing. Okay. Um one of my one of my personal favorites is actually called red letter day it's a canadian film that we're doing the world premiere of and um it's everybody in this small town in canada is uh, sent a letter that you need to kill this other person before they kill you and it becomes a bloody gore fest of people trying to kill the other person before they're killed
2: all sponsored just by getting a letter yeah nice
1: yeah and i i won't say more than that because uh it is full of surprises and um, gore. Lots of blood. Okay. You want to talk about horror? So. No, no, I'm there. I mean, you know, like Love in the Time of Monsters a few years back was yeah. a great. This great, this is not as campy as that. This is more of a straight up weird comedy. To be honest, it sounds a little yeah. bit like uh, The Belko Experiment, which is yes, an excellent very, film. Yes, very, very, very good. Very good yeah, the I'm Cell. Back. Yeah. Which one?
2: The Cell. Stephen King's
0: The Cell. I never a saw Cell. That cell. cell. The Cell is a different movie. Okay. Yeah. Cell. cell. Jennifer yeah. Lopez is in The Cell. Right. right. This and The is Cell is a, one of George Romero's last films. Oh, okay, okay. Everybody, okay. Everybody, gets, gets a cell, everybody gets a cell phone, phone call. signal, and oh. they answer the phone, and then
1: they become basically zombies. Oh, oh speaking of zombies, we, ha- we have a zombie film in the festival <laughs> called The Dead Center, which is uh, about a uh, – it takes place in a morgue. Uh, where uh it 's
0: not where I want to be trapped in a zombie apocalypse
1: where uh there is a body delivered that suddenly wakes up um and there 's a question of like why it's what woke he 's woken up and it becomes more of a study of what is making him into this mm-hmm. darkness okay um so it 's not zombies. Like Walking Dead, where there's tons of zombies everywhere, but there's definitely something else going on here from a very dark perspective. Okay, supernatural. Um, ooh, repossession. We're do, we I just found out. Found out a few days ago. We're doing the world premiere of a Singapore film called Repossession about a uh, man who essentially has been pushed into retirement and is. Suddenly threatened by some sort of demon, uh, who, ter- who starts terrorizing him and his family, and it's really interesting uh, from a perspective of like a cross between maybe The Omen, mixed with Rosemary's Baby, mixed with a few other of those kind of films in those okay. veins. So, um, very psychological. Okay, uh, I there is definitely moments where the Otherworldly being is a little bit more ominous than you might okay. be prepared for. And um, what's good is that it brings this new perspective. It's not your typical American kind of horror film. It's it's much more grim and and interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah, and interesting. Uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't give you a Hollywood ending. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and actually, another one of my personal favorites uh is called This Is Our Home about a couple whose weekend getaway becomes a nightmare situation when a young child shows up claiming to be their son who they know nothing about and it becomes a very horrific kind of situation um and um the film that came out this past year um with uh Tony Collette horror film hereditary hereditary it's very much in that vein Um, that movie was creepy as hell yeah and this (laughs) and this is equally creepy as hell oh well great thank you for the warning i will i will And, and and it's really good um this is one of those films that just as i watched it it got more and more creepy and more and more What's going on? And then suddenly the characters are doing things that I just so strange. But it okay, works. So probably it works. Don't bring my son to that. No, one. do not. Okay. But the sound design and the music, Ugh. it all just gels together so well, and I really like this film a lot. Okay. Hereditary is the closest thing I could think in the last couple of years. That's called This Is Our Home. This is our home. Yeah, and that's all I'm going to tell you about it. Okay. Um, so,
2: Michael, when you're Screening movies to be in Cinequest and you're watching the horror films. You're doing this late at night at home by Actually, yourself, mostly, mostly during the day. Oh, during the day. Okay, yeah. so you don't ever you, you don't. I, I get up and go. I need to go see people. No, no. no. You just. I
1: I, I want to see people because I I I get. So this bur- is it. This is how he's blowing off steam right now. I, I get <laughs> so <laughs> he talks to. Us. I get so burnt out by watching the movies that I do want to go talk to people because <laughs> I'm because I'm isolated for three months. About three months of just me sitting in my house. Right. And waiting for the kids to come home kind of thing. <laughs> it's like, please come home.
0: <laughs> How do they feel about this this selection process? Do they go, oh, dad's watching movies again. This is the worst time of the year for us.
1: Well, I will say that. Because he that, wants to talk to us? Yeah. I will say this, that reaching distance. They're showing when I mentioned with the guy in the bus. Yeah. My daughter loves that movie. Okay. She did watch it with me. Okay, great. And that's one that she she recommends. As a 19-year-old. This is the first recommendation from a Rabel daughter. There we go. <laughs> Rabel daughter. Um, <laughs> Rebel doté. Oh, and just, just <laughs> one more in the horror realm that I'll mention. There's, there's others, too, because there's 10 horror movies. Wow. Yeah. And that's not including the shorts. I, I, you know, I really like that you're reaching out to our people. Yeah. Um, but the one I did want to mention is also in the TV realm. Mm. It's just called M. Just the letter M. And it's about a couple who goes into the woods um, for a retreat and end up being um, hunted by something supernatural. Okay. And it's a TV – actually, it's a it's a web series um, that's not available on the web. It's like they're, they're – Yeah, okay. It, it, it will be available on the web eventually. But for now, it's going to be shown on the big screen until they – Eventually release it on their well, own
0: Well sure I mean And that's the other thing About the Thing about the distribution You know uh, yeah. Because we just ran I ran last week uh, A movie that A short that played last year Had to go through the festivals but, yeah. uh But one that was sort of A funny Twilight Zone Ish uh, Thing was We Know Where You Live Oh yeah 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 And that finally went on Vimeo After it had gone through And and, and yeah. I would say Anybody You know If you've got a good product Or if you've got a A, a good piece of content I sound so studio. Uh, you know, it, it, it's hold it back. Let it run. Let it get to these accolades. Yeah. And
1: then. Yeah. I mean, especially since, I mean, most festivals will not take on something that's already available online. Right. You know, I mean, they're, they're, what's the point? You can watch it online. Why why mm-hmm. have people come and see it on a big screen and charge ticket prices to go see it? Right. Right. I mean, this will eventually be out there. It may take a year because they're going to go mm-hmm. through the circuit. Well, as we said before, see it here first. Yeah. Absolutely. Come to see it. Right. Well, and, and and also, like, if you're going to watch it on a computer screen later on, it's like, it takes away the effect of, like, being in that theater, which this one is a very visual movie, too. That There are some really pretty amazing CGI for the budget they had. Well, you know, that brings up, because
0: last year, that, that one with Tatiana Maslany. Uh, Maslany yeah, um Souls of Totality. Souls of Totality. The interesting thing about that, that's a, you just bring up a really good point, because I'm going to tell the tale out of school for CineQuest that Chris Garcia did not program it as part of his shorts program because he was watching on a computer screen and actually missed a shot that twists everything. A very subtle shot. A very subtle shot. And afterwards, after we saw it at the California, he came up to me and said, like, totally missed that. If I had seen that on a, on a, on a big screen,
1: yeah. I would have loved that film.
0: Yeah. And, and I, now he did. And I mean, uh, The story and has a happy ending. And I'll be
1: honest. If I actually were able to see some of these films on the big screen that I didn't take, I might feel different too, mm-hmm. but I don't have a theater. But I do watch Yet. it. On, but I do watch it on my HDTV, which is pretty good size. Yeah, I mean, I I, I basically twenty five ru- inches. You would
2: have shown up on anything like over twenty inches, I yeah. think.
1: Yeah, I, I I basically I basically run a cable from my laptop over to the screen. Sure, mm-hmm. and so I, I will watch everything every every submission I watch on that screen. Okay, um, I don't watch it unless I'm running the cable over it anymore. I mean, I used to have to because. Didn't have, the didn't have didn't. Well, I didn't have the, the TV at the time. Mm-hmm. It took me a few years to get HDTV. Okay, fine. I was no one's shaming fence. you. We're here he for were. you. You were. You were looking no, at me. No, we are your friends.
0: <laughs> anyway, so... I'm looking at you because I'm interviewing you, Michael. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. Don't look at me. I'm hideous. <laughs>
1: um, but those, those, are the, those are those. Um, I also have some other films. Thrillers. All right, we'll allow it. We'll allow the thrillers. Okay, good. Um, one in particular that I really like is a German thriller called Cutoff, which is a about a um, forensic doctor All right. who receives a call at the beginning of the film from somebody who's kidnapped his daughter. And the clue, clues to save her are inside the the trail of dead bodies disturbing i like it i'm already in okay and i just was like from beginning to end it was a roller coaster ride and it's so much fun gory yes because you're watching people cut open bodies to get yeah, clues sure. out of it but it had me going through the entire thing right. and actually this is one of those films that the who done it i didn't see it coming all I right. did I did not see it coming. I had no idea it was going to be the person that was because right. they didn't focus on it that way. Mm-hmm. And the the way they told it was really interesting. And I don't remember if you, remember if you saw a film last year that we showed, uh Berlin Falling? No, I kept meaning to get to, to one of those yeah. readings and I, I never made it. Yeah, it won it won the 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 competition for that category mm. uh last year and this is by the same okay. uh, company, basically, and so that's actually I thought was really interesting. We're doing the North American mirror. It's it's, it's produced by Warner Brothers in the in Europe, mm-hmm. but it hasn't. Uh, they, they, they haven't decided to release it here yet at under Warner Brothers yet. So
0: well, and it's hard. I you know yeah. there still isn't a huge um, you know distribution path in theaters here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another one in that same thriller category, Adonis Complex, um, which is about the a Michael Rabel story. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it and this and this is a couple's retreat uh, that goes nightmarishly wrong because of the leader in that retreat is a bodybuilding obsessed fanatic who wants to create a whole group of people in his image.
2: <laughs> All right, and
1: his name is Tad, which I which I love that they, that they named the character Tad. Sure, sure. <laughs> anyway, it's a really it's a really it's a, a absurd horror comedy. It sounds good. It's uh, it, yeah. the descriptions got me in. Yeah. Um, and those are like some of the biggest highlights that I'm going to point out uh, because I don't want to like well, go no, no, over no, no. every single so title. I would say where can people go online as they're listening
0: to cinequest.org? We'll have the programming.
1: Yeah. c i n e Q U E S T dot O R G.
2: Can I ask you a couple, couple about a couple that you didn't talk about? Yeah. Bite Me?
1: Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> okay. That is. Oh, it's a movie. Yeah. Not just a, he, he wasn't no, just telling me about it. It wasn't just, just, just. Yeah. Um, it's a. Rom- but it's more of a romantic comedy. Okay. Um, In which a vampire
0: lives the same day over and over and okay. over okay. again. She and does and not I live the why. same day
1: over and over, but she's a real life vampire i did the quotes in the air because you know it's a yeah. it's a more of a religious kind of uh cult cult that, uh, she, that she's part yeah, of yeah. but it's really about her and the irs guy who's auditing the religious cult uh and how they fall in love okay and what's interesting about that one is uh we're going to be doing uh a vampire crawl with that one Um, and I know, I know, don't give me that look, but it is, it's a world premiere and we're going to be doing like lots of things. There's actually a couple of people who are going to be like, get bite a bunch of vampire teeth and leaving them around town for people to find. So it's it's sort of like a hunt at the same time. Magic vampire vampire teeth. teeth. Yeah.
2: If you find teeth on the sidewalk and you put them in your mouth,
1: (laughs) uh, you get scurvy. (laughs) So, So
2: what about Lake over fire? That one seemed like it would have appeal.
1: It okay that that one is <laughs> that is probably one of the most absurdist comedies we have in the festival. Okay, um, it's a Norwegian film, um, a sort of twist on a western where there's the good guy, the bad guy. There's definitely you know who they are. They're dressed in their appropriate costumes. But the horses are replaced by mopeds. The uh, showdown is done differently that I don't want to say too much about. Um, And it's really, for me, the reason I love that film so much is because it's so absurd. Okay. And twisted. And very Scandinavian in its humor.
2: You guys do pull some of the most amazing single shot images for the catalog (laughs) out of films. And it's like, I'm watching the film and you Oh my god, that's the shot! <laughs> it's like,
1: yeah, no, it that is that is probably one of my top ten in the festival, just because it's so absurd, and I just love right, I yeah. just love the the humor they bring to it. Um, I didn't bring it up in this because I wasn't sure of like it's not really sci fi, it's not really horror, it's not really this. It's 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 a genre, but it's not a genre. Sure, and so I wasn't quite sure how to. It, la- label it had a it. genre
2: feel to me. So it, it, well,
1: it is, but it's it's also not. It's kind of like uh, another film in the festival called Terror Nullius, which is an Australian film that takes all these classic Australian films we know about, like uh, 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 Mad Max, um, what's the one with Terrence Stamp, they they they, they, they dress the up. The
0: Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Yes, yeah, they ah. take
1: all these different Australian films and they take footage from that, then they... Overlay digital images of their own actors into it to tell a and re-edit it to tell a story, and they, Interesting. So they it's an experimental film. It's experimental, but there actually is a story to it too. Great, and it's but I can't classify it as a horror thriller. Yeah, yeah, it, because it's so different. And the directors is a is a is a two women team called Soda Jerk. Um, and um, I can't remember their names. They just go by Soda Jerk.
0: Will they be here?
1: I don't know. Actually, I don't know that for a fact. Um, they're one of the Australian films I haven't heard about. Okay. Um, uh, as far as like who's going to be here, I know. I know certain films from Australia are going to be here. Reaching Distance will be here. The, the okay. one I mentioned. There's a film in the program that's not a genre film called Suburban Wildlife. It's a world premiere. Also, that they will be here for sure. I've been messaging her this week, stuff like that. We just became Facebook friends. <laughs>
2: what What about? Now, this one I'm on the bubble of seeing. Okay. But it seemed like one that I suspect you you pushed for, <clears throat> The Tiny like, Life of Butcher Duke.
1: Well, it's not a genre film. It's a, it's a straight-up comedy. Okay. Um, and if you – I don't know what year you started coming to CineQuest, but um, Mike Akel, who, who directed this one and wrote it, uh, is also in it. He is Butcher Duke. Um, he did a film that we showed – god I can't remember the year right now called chalk it was a pseudo mockumentary about teachers um that we did the world premiere of and then it went on to like do the AFI fest and all kinds of other festivals after us and then it got distribution anyway this is his new film uh we've shown this will be his third film we've shown I think I think this is the third film we've shown his uh, chalk was the first I can't remember the second one what it was called
0: You've seen so many.
1: I mean, That's it, yeah. um, twenty nine years. I know. well, I wasn't here twenty nine years. I've only been here uh, fewer. I don't remember what year I started. Twenty eight years. All right. Okay. So. I've, no, I've been here fewer than that, but I can't remember the exact year I started programming. Which I think no, I start. I think I started in nineteen ninety six. Okay. My personal first year. I 23 think. Twenty three years. <laughs> anyway, I'd have gotten there. So so the tiny life butcher Duke is probably. It's not anywhere near as campy or cheesy or, or, uh, well, that it it had its moments, but, uh, Kingpin, the Bill Murray one. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I would put it in that realm because there are some really great moments in that movie. I think that, that Bill Murray and Randy Quaid are like really make that movie. Um, but it's in that vein of like that my old rival, I need to beat him kind of thing. Okay. Um, and I think it's hilarious. Honestly, I, I do. I, I think it's a really funny movie. And Mike, as the as uh, as butcher, um, he is perfectly. He cast himself, and it, he did a great job with it. So, and it's just we actually. That's one of three films in the festival that are done by the same producer. And I didn't realize it was the same producer until we invited all three films. Okay, which Adonis Complex is one. And another one I didn't mention, which is actually still on my list here that I didn't talk about, was Apartment 413. Um, And that's about a uh, crazy story about a couple who um, he's having a mental breakdown. Um, And they have a baby on the way, but all these weird things are happening in their house and he doesn't know why. And it's he's seen visions he's seen a guy who's tormenting them he's seen post-its that the landlord is apparently leaving but the landlord knows nothing about them things things like that and it's a strange mystery mixed with this odd sense of thriller-ish kind of elements but not quite so okay and and so that that's why it's harder for me to talk about that one because it's i don't know how to classify it uh-huh. but it's so different
0: well that's what it's always enjoyable discovering these kinds of things yeah. and 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 this brings up a question in my mind and and I think we may wrap up on this is you know is to listeners to say past we we just talked about uh, we know where you live that uh the house on pine Street with yeah. a horror film that was uh three or four years ago prodigy we mentioned do you guys create like a repository on dot org of where people can actually now find these films once they get distribution um
1: no, we don't. Um, we do have it on our submission side of things, so filmmakers can see like these receive distribution. We list the company with stuff like that, but with the website, it's we. we no, yeah, you know, I'm just, know, we I'm just do kind of it, it, yeah. kind of interesting. When I'm aware, I try to update on
0: on Fanboy Planet if something yeah. that where we have talked and you know, like I said, House on Pine Street is available on iTunes, and right. uh, I think Amazon Prime picked it up as well. I think so. And uh, if there are some prodigies, prodigies on if, Netflix, if there are any
1: residuals in it, I'm happy to. Yeah, I don't think there are. I think it's just goodwill, my man. <laughs> just goodwill, but
0: uh, that that's good enough.
1: But we do uh, social media wise share it. We just don't do it on the website okay. itself. Okay. So when we know of it, uh, social media wise, I mean, House of Pine Street, I did share it through mm-hmm. cinequest, cinequest on my own. I mean, lots of I do that with all the films when they when I know of their release, right. Uh, pick up the litter you yeah. know
0: bad kid begins way back when. yeah um,
1: no and, and i always like promote 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 that way which is really more effective i mean because our website really gets more hits around festival time yeah i can understand that um so to house that kind of information on there is it's not really that effective um unless there's a way to incorporate like links to like how to buy it and stuff like right, that right, but then right, again right. it's like it doesn't really
0: well so there we, yeah. we, we go as i i'll yeah. say i just ran into at the launch party uh, a couple of weeks ago some one filmmaker told me that he's he considered this the best festival he's ever been to and as you play the neil gaiman clip over and over about that about neil Gaiman, i, I same... i've never played that clip no you have never but i don't no, know you what you're talking, never, about. But but it's, what it's, talking but, about but uh it's last your year tone it's a, yeah, uh, I know. Also, my phone rings and it's what, like, "What do I have to do to come back?" Uh, is oh, you, you get that? Anyway, uh, but but it, as we hear over and over, so if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area or if you're a filmmaker listening and thinking about submitting to film festivals, this is the one. And I and a couple a few years ago when I followed Eternity around Los Angeles, Eternity, the movie, the musical about uh, the Hollow Notes ish man uh, you, you did follow them around. I think he was, I saw, a I was a groupie. You, you I was I was I was the first eternal uh, that I, I, I think I saw. It five Is that times. the actual term that they've been using? Uh, no, well, they, or, s- or do you coin that? I coined it and I gave it to him. I said, "By all means, uh, you know, call it that." But uh, yeah, and 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 they had told me they, I'd gone to a couple other film festivals and 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 gone, and, and they said, "Cinequest was the best, absolutely." So, come to Cinequest. Yeah, we did March fifth. I know it's just it's. You have to come so to CineQuest,
2: much, but you also have to, they partied CineQuest, and they were in costume and going up and down yeah, the streets. That's true,
0: and and Miko is getting a lot of work now. But there, yes, that's yeah. true. A lot of commercial work. There's a, there's a, you know, I is, saw him in a Burger King commercial. <laughs> yes, uh, it's a great film festival and a creativity festival, and it is a great party. And there's plenty of social events going on as well. So we really encourage it, and. Oh, sorry. Is there something else you wanted to say? I just—I can't even. I was wrapping up so nicely. There's so no,
1: much. No, I know. I just can't believe so, we didn't
0: even talk about the VR stuff. It's I know. A, I'm just out of energy. Uh, so, I, and I'll be honest about it. That's on me, man. Cinequest.org. dot org. Check it out. Check out their programming. It's starting March 5th and running till 17th. March 5th through 17th. You're closing on St. Patrick's Day. Perfect
1: time to go drink. Didn't they do that last year too. No. No? No. We were earlier last year. We we were, okay. we're a week later this well, year. Well,
0: there we go. So the 5th yes. through the 17th. Come to San Jose. and, and
2: you,
1: So you could actually have
0: St. Patrick's drinks with us.
1: Yes. With Terry <sighs> Gilliam's new movie.
0: That's right. I didn't even mention that. There it is. Closing night is The Man Who
1: Killed Don Quixote. With Adam Driver and Jonathan Price.
0: finally, finally finally 29 years later see this film i would say it's been at least 10 years since the documentary about the failed attempt
1: yeah i'm so excited so
0: that's that's great
1: yeah no i mean it's that i i saw the film on a link so i watched it at home with a with the watermark so i actually haven't seen it without the watermark across the screen um but i think it's so much it's 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 a gilliam movie i love Terry from gilliam beginning so to much. end i'm so excited yeah so no excited. and you're gonna be there for that uh, what the uh, going to be?
2: I'm going to be at Microsoft.
1: Uh-huh.
0: All right. Well, I'll be there. I'll tell you later. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be there. Anyway, uh, I, 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 I. I give. You up. Can, you I can, give up. You can. You can tried. check out, but you can no, never you leave. Tried, and I really appreciate that. Well,
1: Derek will be there. Yes, Rick. Yeah, uh, but Derek and Mike maybe will they'll have hang it on out. the plane.
0: So thank you so much. And of course, if you're listening to this, well, we really didn't talk about things that people can purchase on their own, other than iTunes, You know, iTunes and maybe on Amazon. House on Pine Street. So we'll say that. Go ahead. Yeah, but they can come to CineQuest. Yeah, but I'm saying uh, we have an Amazon link if you want to support uh, Fanboy Planet and there's things that you cannot find at your local brick-and-mortar store. And, of course, if uh, you just want to support us, uh, help defray the cost of of running a podcast and a website, you can go to PayPal at editor at fanboyplanet.com. And if you've got any questions, comments, compliments, commentary, criticism, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. And in fact, over the weekend from the last episode, I did get an email with some great, great questions and comments. And
1: so we'll do that on the next podcast. Great. We'll cover that. Excellent. And uh, so thank you. I, I'm, I'm actually hoping at some point it just like, if you wanted to give give criticism and then you cut in from another interview, Email this. You know, the voice just changes. No, you're fine.
0: (laughs) Editor at <laughs> FanboyPlanet.com You can follow us on Facebook, FanboyPlanet Join the conversation there Tweet us at FanboyPlanet, follow us there Instagram, FanboyPlanet, you sense the pattern As well, of course, we've got Disco's comments on every page no, no, how dare you, sir No, you're not a there? No, put us one. Wow,
1: yeah, that he, was... he, he took offense at that Well, he no,
0: did. it's just
2: so, it's like he's I'm th- I, We're on everything as You know, it's, it's been
0: about a decade since he's qualified for the title he gave himself Moral Compass. No, I was given that title. Yeah, I did well, not, and I okay. believe it was by you. I
2: don't
1: know anything about this.
0: Yes. No, I know. And it's like you, you, guys, you guys take this somewhere else. Yeah. Yes. Okay, we will. In <laughs> fact, <Exactly. laughs> we will. So thank you so much. I'm Derek McCott, editor in chief of FamilyPlanet.com. Thanks for the special guest tonight,
1: Michael Rabel.
2: And I'm I changed
1: the I changed the pronunciation again just you, for you. You did. <laughs> I know you did.
2: And I'm Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you to use, use your, your powers, powers for, for good. good.